So takeaways from this, figure out what your impact is. You're having one. Is it the one you want? Is it impacting the people that you want? Is it what you want it to be? And is it impacting the people that you want it to be? Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. Your high octane boost of full-on reality therapy for personal, business, and investing success with your host, Ron Phillips. Because somebody's got to tell it like it is. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Get Real Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Phillips, here again with Heather Marchant. Um, hey. <laughs> Thanks for having yeah. me. Welcome back. If you haven't already, subscribe, like us. Um, if you have ideas for the show, you can email us at invest at rpcinvest.com. Invest at rpcinvest.com. You can find the show at getrealestatesuccess.com. Share it. Don't be stingy. Tell everybody about <laughs> it. Don't keep us a secret. Um, we don't like stingy. You know, we do not like people like that uh, <laughs> at all. Heather, we've had, I mean, not to start off like Debbie Downer, but we've had some people pass away recently Yeah, who were really important in our lives from a business standpoint, but also they were our friends. And uh, so I think first, I just want to say that both of these gentlemen had really massive impact. And I think that uh, a lot of times we just don't realize the impact we're having on people around us. So I just wanted to take take a second and just let that sink into everybody. And if you don't know what kind of impact you're having, may I suggest that you try to get a handle on it and make sure you're having the type of impact that you want. Yeah. One of these guys was young. I mean, he was mm-hmm. young, but he, he was younger than me, wasn't he? And I'm, you were about the same age, I think really young. So <laughs> the guy was young, just a great guy. I mean, we did so much business with him, but he was just an absolute stellar human being. Yeah. Always Everybody positive. that knew him yeah. knew yeah. that. I mean, just incredible guy. Incredible guy. Uh, we all miss him. And then, wasn't it last week? Mm-hmm. Just I a week mean... ago today, I texted Ron an obituary of a client of ours that we've worked with for how many years, Ron? So long that I'm 2007, like... so what's 13 yeah. years? As long as I've known you about, I've known Doug. His name's Doug. <clears throat> and, um, so funny yeah. story about Doug. <laughs> So, you know, when people have podcasts and they're well-known and, you know, they've been in an industry for a long time and and people start to know who they are, people naturally just think that they were always that way. And just so everybody understands, that's not the way it works. I remember my first class seminar, whatever it was, my first one that I ever did where I paid to get people to the event. Right. A lot of, a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of money. In addition to a lot of money I paid for, like we bribed to get them there. We bribed them with uh, dinner. Not only did I pay for mailers to go out and I paid for the hotel space to hold like a hundred people and I had food brought in and all of this stuff. <laughs> I remember showing up to speak and I kept waiting for people to come and nobody was coming. There were three <laughs> people there. Three. Now, I sent a ton of mailers out. There were three people there. 
I remember just saying, like, I'm embarrassed because they, I'm thinking, what are these people thinking? They, you know, I'm supposed to have. I'm a big deal. I'm a big deal. I, I'm supposed to have like a hundred people there. They show up thinking this and I have all this food. And what am I supposed to say? Like, eat up guys. You know, there's only three of you. There's plenty of food. And I, I think what I ended up saying to those guys was, Hey, listen, you guys are in for a treat because now you get, you know, we're just going to have like a conversation. Like I'm going to take my presentation. I'm going to give it to you, but you guys just ask what you want. I'll tell you whatever you want to hear or whatever. And it was, it was such a really good, you know, sit down meal that we had all the four of us. Right. Did you sit at a table and chat? No, because there weren't tables because there wasn't supposed to be room for tables. It was just a room with chairs. Oh my gosh. This was so horrible. I love this so much. (laughs) But Doug was one of the three. Yeah. I mean, the good news is that two of the three bought ultimately, not nobody bought that night, but ultimately two of the three bought. Doug was one of them. He was my first ever client from one of my events. First ever. Yeah. Such a great guy. And the cool thing about Doug was that he was, I don't know, he's got to be like 20 years my senior and understood real estate. And he had this wisdom and depth behind him that he kept dumping on me, right? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily about real estate, just life in general. He kept yeah. like fathering me, you know, yeah. as every time we talk, he would just like dump some wisdom on me. Super positive, great guy. And we helped him over and over and over and over again. I can't remember how many properties we helped that guy buy. But yeah, I, the interesting part comes now or in the last many weeks where you've been helping him, Heather. Yeah. And I think there's some, so there's a few lessons to be learned in the first part of this. And then we'll move into kind of your dealings with him and where, where we are today. Because I think something that a lot of people want to know is what, what happens I mean, nobody wants to talk about that, the fact that we all pass away, but the reality of the situation is, I don't know if all you guys out there knew this, but you will die at some point. All of us will. And yeah. so what happens? We're going to talk a little bit about that today, but there's some, there's some things that you can learn also, like from, from this event, I have two ways I can react to this thing, right? Nobody comes. I've spent thousands and thousands of dollars on this event. I have three people there. <laughs> I can get mad. I can show everybody that I'm irritated that I'm there (laughs) and I can do a crappy thing or cancel it or whatever. I can basically be a negative individual or I can try to make some kind of lemonade out of these lemons that I've got and it worked. I'm pretty sure that the couple of sales that I made out of that event didn't even pay for the event. I lost money on that (laughs) event. It will not be the only event that I lost money on either, but I lost money on that event. Yeah. But my gosh, over time, Doug alone paid for that event multiple times over. Yeah. Multiple times over. For sure. Treat Ooh. people right. They just continue to do business with you. So if you're a business owner out there or you work in a business, treat people right. They'll keep yeah. buying. They'll keep doing business with you. I totally agree. It's interesting that you bring up that first property because that is one of that's what the catalyst was um, for me to re-engage with Doug again. Because when we have long-term clients, you engage and then you let things play out and then you engage again, you re-engage. And so he had reached out July of last year and said he had um, a property that was going vacant and he had to make some repairs. And I said, well, hang tight. Let me evaluate the, the, what the property's worth. And it was the one he bought in 2007. 
And I was shocked that he hadn't sold it yet. I thought I had reached out and told him, you know, Kansas City, time to sell, but he hadn't wanted to. And so I um, ran numbers and I said, Doug, you're going to profit about over $100,000 on the sale of that single family home. And I said, let's, let's just sell it. And it's now getting older because it was pretty brand new at that time, if not brand new when he bought it. It was only a year or two old, I believe. And uh, so I said, it's getting older now. You're going to start having more repairs anyway. So in the end, um, that's what, when I re-engaged with him, we've worked together the last year to clean up his portfolio. So not knowing at all that, you know, this timeline would work out the way it did. He was pretty young still. I mean, he wasn't like elderly by any means. And so I said, well, let's, um, let's clean up your portfolio, get it performing better. And his wife needed some extra medical care and, um, wasn't doing well. And so he was really concerned about having the cash flow necessary to put her in the facility she needed. And so I said, okay, let's make a game plan. So we sat down together and went through it. And in the end we repositioned. So we sold two duplexes and a single in this single family home that we just talked about. And I believe his profit was five, five fifteen, five hundred fifteen thousand dollars that we repositioned. That sounds about right into other assets and pretty, pretty incredible because the number he gave me as a goal, we were able to exceed and we weren't even finished spending his money yet. So the crazy part for me when this happened was obviously that I was so sad because I've known Doug for so long. And then my next thought was, oh my goodness, we are in the middle of a 1031 exchange and I don't know his family. I didn't know any of them. (laughs) And I, I panicked that they would have to have this big tax liability because we hadn't finished all the paperwork. And so um, I aggressively kind of embarrassingly reached out. I called the facility where his wife was. I called and just begged for someone to talk to me. And I said, I need to talk to his family and they need to know what's going on for tax reasons. And in the end, I was able to talk to um, the person who's in charge of his trust and his will. And so I was able to educate him and bring him up to speed. And we're still communicating several times a day right now, (laughs) going through who's involved, who's who, you know, what, where's the mortgage held for this property? I mean, I'm helping him organize and get everything together. So it's been a real big wake up call. Ron and I have talked about it a lot of saying, man, like, how do you, how are you prepared enough so that your family's not totally stressed out, you know, that you have your ducks in a row and that your family knows what your vision is with what you're planning for your future and for your, I mean, your, his spouse is still living and making sure that everything's taken care of the way you intended. And that's been a really big wake up call for me for sure. Yeah. And just that people know what you even have. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you think about it, you know, you have property management companies um, for all of these properties. Doug owns a lot of stuff, right? So, I mean, he owns a lot of stuff and a whole bunch of other assets, not just real estate. If you haven't told anybody what you own, except for maybe your wife who now wouldn't remember, doesn't know if she did at some point, who's going to tell you know, whoever's in charge of your trust, who's going to tell them what you own? It's not like the property management company now knows who to call. All they know is that you're not calling them back. Yes. That's all they know. 
Yes. They have no way to know. It's good that we were in the middle of a 1031 exchange. Yeah. It's good that we were in the middle of helping him because if not, how would anyone know? Yeah. Until maybe they got some mail from the the real estate tax department saying that they hadn't paid their taxes and for, you know, God knows how long and they were about ready to get foreclosed on or a foreclosure notice from the bank or who knows even where those are going to go. Yeah. I mean, nobody even really knows that. This is a really big wake up call. And we've had two people, one young, one older, but I mean, I would have never thought. I mean, no. Doug was, I thought he, he seemed super healthy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Easy. Yeah. Easy. And between him and his wife, his wife was sick. Yeah. I mean, I would have figured that she would have passed first out of the blue, Doug passes away. And here's all of this. All, he's worked his entire life building this. And Doug, when I first talked to him, he was always every, actually every time I talked to him, he was always com, uh, concerned about his grandkids. Yeah. He wanted to build something for his grandkids. And to Heather's point, it's important that you leave instructions so that people know what you were doing and why you were doing it. I'm not sure based on everything that I've learned from Heather that his kids appreciate what he had built or even understand it at all, you know, which leads to the next thing. You got to get your, you have to get your crap together so that everything flows the right way and people know about what you own. But in addition to that, you have to teach the next generation, what is all this stuff? Why are you doing all of these different asset types? What do each of them do? What does it mean to all of you? Should you sell them? Should you not sell them? What's the tax basis in these things as they transfer to you? I mean, just what does all of this mean? You got to educate the next generation. Otherwise, they're going to make decisions based on, at least based on limited information. Yeah, I think I was telling my husband, I'm like, I guess if someone I knew died and I hadn't known what I know about real estate, I would see, hey, his real estate portfolio is worth, I mean, I'd have to sit and do the math, but well over several million dollars. And I would say, oh, let's sell that, right? <laughs> and, yep. and divide it among all the kids and versus going, okay, this will pay for his wife's care, right? Long-term. The every Easily. Month, yeah, the mon- money will come in and pay for her care. And then when mom passes away, then we can make a decision. You know, I've been trying to convey that subtly <laughs> to have have the family understand what the vision was and why we did what we did. So it's, I think it's a different perspective when you don't understand what someone else is doing, you may not make the best decisions, you know, until maybe after the fact they'll go, Oh wait. So we each got, you know, $50,000. I don't know how many kids he has, but we could have had 5,000 a month for, to divide between the kids, right? Like looking at it a thousand bucks a month versus, you know, a lump sum all at once. And I think some people are short-sighted and looking at getting that cash upfront. So, and I don't think there's any way really for them to understand that if you haven't taught. Yeah. Also, I mean, there was nobody doing his books. He did his own books. Yep. So, there's no accountant. I think he did his own taxes even. Yeah, he did. There's, so there's no CPA. There's literally no one to help people understand what the man had, mm-hmm. which was they were all in LLC. really impressive. Yeah, they were all in entities. Like It's not like they could search tax records and find his name either. They were all in different LLCs. So I knew the LLCs. I had conversations with him. I mean, I know that for most of my clients, right? Where their, where their properties are, what our game plan is, our strategy for that property. And so I was able to connect him with everybody he needed um, to get answers to all of his questions. So 
I guess and you could have stuffed my number, Ron. Is, <laughs> you know, the, the the other cool thing too is it's really it, to to just show what impact. My guess is that every single one of those people were able to tell his kid mm-hmm. just how cool of a guy he was because he treated everybody that yeah. way. I could only imagine that all the people that he that that young man is talking to right now is getting an earful about how awesome his dad was. He probably knew that, but it's different when you get to hear it from people who are really kind of disconnected from him. Yeah. Business relationships, really. I mean, that's the summary of our relationship. I would call Doug a friend. I mean, really what we talked about when we chatted, we'd talk about our families for a few minutes, but then it was down to business, right? So I've been copied on a lot of those emails and the property managers, the lenders, I mean, everyone just saying, he was so amazing. Like he will be missed. And we think of him often, you know, so the impact that you have that, that has been something I've I'll, I'll always remember, you know, when I told people and called and said, Oh my goodness, this is so awful. I have awful news, you know, and that everybody um, thought of, and it's really his kindness is really what it was. The good news is regardless of what the kids decide to do with the man's assets, which are now theirs because he was prudent. And because he played this game, right? Mm -hmm. No matter whether they sell or whether they retain a part of them or, or all of it, he's left not only a, an incredible legacy, just of, of what kind of a human being we should all be, but he's, he's left a pretty impressive financial legacy for a guy who was just a hardworking guy. Yeah, he was I mean, still working. He was still working when he passed away, which he is just, And he wasn't ever a guy that you would think would have many millions of dollars. You would mm-hmm. never look at Doug and go, that dude is rich. Mm-hmm. He was the epitome of the millionaire next door. And man, he just, uh, he left them. I hope they at least, whatever they get, they do something with it that's similar to what he would do. Yeah. that they grow it and not squander it and that they appreciate the many, many years of effort that went into creating that incredible nest egg for them. Incredible human being. Both of these guys we're talking about, incredible human beings. And um, we just wanted to get you guys' wheels turning about, ask yourselves these questions. Who knows where all of my assets are? Like, Who yeah. actually knows where this stuff is? It could be as simple as cars. Like, who knows where the titles are? Who knows... The bank accounts, who has access to to any of this stuff? Have I set up any mechanism whereby if if I get hit by a bus tomorrow, someone is going to know where all this stuff is? And is it up to date? If you haven't put a mechanism in place, guess who's going to take a big old chunk of it? Yeah, your financial partner, Uncle Sam, he will take a big chunk of it and make it really difficult for those who are left over to take advantage of it. It doesn't cost that much to get your crap together. I agree. You should do it. I, it was a, so, such a blessing that I was able to even figure out who was who and reach somebody so that I could figure it out for him. So, so the, maybe, maybe, Heather, what we should do is in the next several episodes, maybe we'll, we'll get somebody on who is a, who is a trust oh, yeah. attorney or asset protection type of an attorney who can help us understand how to maneuver around all of this stuff because it's, yeah. it can be a little bit complicated, but at the same time, if you get somebody who's good, they make it easy and, yeah, and then everything is just right. 
It's just there and it's right. And as you get new assets or whatever, they can keep it right so that you don't have these problems that we're talking about right now. And if you set that all up right, it gets taken care of the way you want it to. In addition, if you don't want them to sell, you can yeah. put it in there that they yeah. can't sell it. They can only yeah. take the cash flow from it. Right? or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's all kinds of ways you can do it. So anyway, it, it's important to get your crap together. It's important that you set these structures up and, and do it now before. I mean, like me, I'm going to live till over hundred, so it's no big deal. Right. But yeah. I still have it set up now so that I can keep adding to it and everything like that. Nothing's going to happen to me, but it could happen to somebody else other than me. And I just want you guys to be prepared. I love it. I think it's a great, although somber topic, I think it's a great thing to remember. So takeaways from this, figure out what your impact is. You're having one. Is yep. it the one you want? Is it impacting the people that you want? Is it what you want it to be? And is it impacting the people that you want it to be? And then secondarily to this, probably less important, but still important, is your financial house in order? And if it is, who knows about it? Good Lord, your spouse should at least know about it, <laughs> know. right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <Just a simple laughs> okay. Things. As I say that, I'm thinking to myself, does Bobby Joe really know? <laughs> Where everything is. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I, I mean, I've had the same internal conversation. I don't think my husband really knows. I mean, I'm pretty sure my attorney does, but he just retired. I probably need a, I probably need a check up uh, as I'm saying this now for all of you guys. So anyway, I think that's a good place to wrap right now. So ask yourself those questions. The first two, I can't help you with. The second one, if you guys need some help with uh, who to reach out to that can help you set up your strategy, let us know. Happy to help with that. As always, like, share, give us a little review. We love it. And then share, share us. If you have some uh, questions if you have a topic, something you want to learn more about with regards to business, life, and real estate, let us know. Invest at rpcinvest.com. As you know, we'll do a whole show on it. Yeah. If we like it. If we don't <laughs> like it, we won't. We'll just ignore that you sent it in. But there's a lot of people or, who or have we'll really good suggestions. We'll include it in a lightning round, Ron. We might include it in the lightning round. That's true. Short we one. might do that. <laughs> or we may just ignore it. I'm just trying to be honest <laughs> with you guys. We may just ignore it. If you ask me like how to grow hair... I'm out. I don't, I'm, we'd have to bring in an expert, some kind of <laughs> subject matter expert on that one. Uh, okay, everybody, till next time, we will see you very soon. This has been the Get Real Podcast. To subscribe and for more information, including a list of all episodes, go to getrealestatesuccess.com.